everybody, it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to this episode of In the Middle of. Every day we're going to talk about a different situation or scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So settle in, grab a nice cup of coffee. Or a glass of juice. And here it goes. Welcome to today's show. It is my turn to ask. So Mrs. Gillespie, what would you do in the middle of being caught in a lie? Unfortunately, I have definitely had an episode in my life where I got caught in the middle of a lie. And um, I consider consider myself a little bit of a human lie detector. I'm pretty good at telling when people are lying. Unfortunately for me, my mom was just as good at it. So I think maybe that's where I got these genetics, but it busted me pretty often. So I think the, the worst time I can remember the worst be- time, like there were a lot? Well... Well, I guess every kid. Uh, no, every kid. I, I mean, I don't want to give away all my secrets, but I would say one of two things happened. Um, either I, maybe I stopped lying, so I didn't get caught in the middle of a lie after this story, or maybe I got better at lying, so I didn't get caught in the middle of a lie. I'll let, I'll let you decide which one you think it is. Um, so I had to be maybe 10 or 11 years old. And our neighbors had a pool, kind of an above ground pool that they would set up in the summer. And I loved going over to swim in the pool. And one day I remember asking if I could go over and swim in the pool. And my mom said, "Um, yep, you can go for a little while, but you need to be home by dinner time. And I said, okay, like no problem. I would do anything to go over swim in the pool. Um, I said to her, but like, how am I gonna know what time it is? I don't have a watch (laughs) back in the day when we had to have a watch to tell what time it was. Um, And so she actually lent me her watch and she said, this is my watch. It's waterproof. Put it on. I went over and she said, you need to be home by 530. Okay, no problem. I went over, swam in the pool. Well, I was having a great time. I didn't want to come home from dinner. So at, I don't know, 525, I checked the watch, saw it was 525, took it off my wrist threw it out of the pool, kept swimming, came home. This I don't is premeditated. Know. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst of it. Um, came home, I don't know exactly what time, but after 5.30 for sure. And when I came in, um, mom was like, oh, she was so good at not tipping her hand either. She's like, so why are you late? And I said, oh, I wasn't wearing the watch you gave me. I took it off because I didn't want to get it wet. And I think she said something about it being waterproof. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. Like, I, I took it off so that um, I didn't wreck it. And I didn't know what time it was. I lost track in the pool. Well, little did I know that um, the balcony from my parents' bedroom overlooks our neighbor's backyard. And so my mom... Now, I don't know if it was coincidence or she just knew her spidey senses were tingling. Um, she stood out there watching. So she watched me check the watch, watched me take it off, watched me throw it out of the pool, watched me keep swimming, and then let me come home and lie about it before she revealed any of the facts she already knew before I even walked in that door. How old did you say you were? Uh, 10, maybe? Okay. Right when you were learning how to drive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us had simpler childhoods, David. <laughs> so then what happened? 
Oh, I, my butt was grounded. So I was not allowed to swim in the pool for the rest of the summer. And what point, at what point in time in the summer was this? I don't know. Painful enough that it felt like a long time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And my, my parents were very good at like, I didn't get in trouble that often or my brothers that often. It wasn't terrible. But when we did, like they could stick to their guns and it was something that hurt Maybe, I think, this isn't my lie, but I'm going to wrap my brother out here, which would be even better, because he probably isn't listening to this podcast, because he thinks he's too cool to do that. So, if Josh is listening, if you know Josh, this is the Josh story. Um, My parents gave Josh money to go to the store. We live across from the co-op, and he was allowed to buy ice cream for the family for dessert. And he had to be about the same, maybe 11, 12 years old. And he went to buy ice cream, came back with a four liter bucket of like rainbow sherbet that nobody wanted. And it was his favorite ice cream, but he knew nobody else liked it. And my mom had very clearly told him to buy Neapolitan because some of us liked the vanilla, some the chocolate, some the strawberry, everybody was happy. So he comes back with this bucket and my mom and dad and I are super choked because he's got this rainbow sherbet. And it was like, he knew. So mom's punishment, was that all he could eat for a snack until it was gone was four liters of rainbow sherbet. (laughs) So he ate the meal and then it was like, well, you can have some of your rainbow sherbet. And then he would be hungry later in the evening. She'd be like, well, I guess you know what snack you're gonna have. And by the end he was like, I don't even like this anymore. This is so gross. It was so great. It was fun to watch actually. I wonder if he still has. Yeah, I wonder if she has, or if he has like the same, a joyful memory of it than I do, but I sure enjoyed watching him get caught in, again, in the middle of a lie, because he tried to play it off like, oh, I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to, and she was like, no, 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 busted. Mm-hmm. So you have a daughter who's, how old is she? Almost 10. And mm-hmm. so um, if you, how, how would you react? This is kind of switching it, but how mm-hmm. would you, re- and your teacher, mm-hmm. so how do you mm-hmm. react when you see and know that kids are lying to you remembering what it was like for you in that circumstance like i said i think i have a pretty good lie detector and i've definitely caught gabby in a couple of lies as well um i think i always start first and foremost with i just rather you tell me the truth like fess up about it early and then we're gonna have a very different conversation than if when i There's one thing to like lie or stretch the truth and then somebody to call you out on it and ask if it's the truth. And if you lie again and now you're point blank, like now we've, yeah, now we've moved into a different zone. So. Do you have empathy for that child? Like remembering what it was? No. None. (laughs) (laughs) And no, because I mean, I don't know about every child, but my child. She is as conniving as I was. Like the but, So then you should remember what it was like to be I do just remember like what that. it was like. I had a plan. I executed it perfectly. It sucks that well, my mom not, was watching. Not that perfectly. Well, so this is the thing. I watch her do it and I'm like, I need to send you the same message that my mom sent me, which is you might think you're smart, I'm smarter. You There's, might think you're good, I'm better. That's the message. There's I'm always to somebody say. smarter and better always. out there that's and I'm you. always watching. So then you're really so imagine your mom didn't catch you in that lie. Yeah. Who would you be today? So like oh, that's, probably a criminal. Well, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the message that you're trying to get across mm. to your own daughter. I think I'd be. I would have been a good criminal probably, 
because I, like I think so a criminal mastermind yeah you 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 think ahead you weigh all the options mm, very strategic yeah I was not I still am not and was not a mastermind when it came to those things and I didn't I don't I don't remember lying a lot or being caught in lies but one thing I did is when I knew I was doing something wrong, I was always prepping my story. <laughs> always. And I was always getting ready for being caught and getting ready with what my story was going mm. to be. Sometimes it was a lie. Sometimes it was um, going to be a, a bending of the truth in right. order to get away with it. Um, but I, I, I feel like I wasn't... Um, my. I, I don't know if I was just too much of a wimp or my conscience just screams at me. Mm. And, and I just couldn't get away with a lot of lies but it was funny when you're talking about not everyone was um driving when they were 10 they were just <laughs> throwing away or throwing their parents watch to the side early on when my dad was teaching me to drive i remember him letting me drive on a on a back road like on, on orchard road and when i was young i don't know how old i was at this point definitely didn't have my license um i remember as a kid i was really i really liked cars and I would, I learned what the shapes, the different shapes of cars headlights were. And so at night I could tell what car was coming towards me. And I very, I, I burned it into my memory. <clears throat> the shape of the the mid-90s crown victoria which is the police, <laughs> the police car. car. So one evening my dad is letting me drive on, on a back orchard road and I'm driving his little Chevette which is not a wonderful car. Um, and I see these lights coming from behind and I was driving on the back road, so speed limit was 50. I was doing like 45 to make sure I wasn't going to get in trouble if, or, or like cause any problems. And I see these lights coming from far away and they're getting close and getting close quickly. And, in, and it, it got close enough that I, I saw them and I was like, that, those are Crown Vic lights. I'm getting busted. I'm getting thrown in jail. This is all <laughs> going to be horrible. And so as soon as I recognized who it was, I pulled over uh, onto the side of the road. There's no shoulders. Like I pulled over onto the grass of an orchard and just started rehearsing what I was going to say, what we were going to do. Because by the time I pulled over, they were close enough that they, I feel like, this is like, as a kid, you're like, they're, they're going to put the spotlights on. Was this when you on. were 10? No, no, I wasn't 10. I was a little bit older than that. 11? Well, no, no, no. Older than that, I'm sure. I don't think my dad would be that irresponsible to let me drive on the highway when I was, or a back row. Well, maybe. So anyways, I, I thought I would jump over and my dad would jump over into the seat. And, uh, but then I was like, oh, they're going to shine the spotlights on. They're going to totally see it. Now I'm going to have to come up with some sort of story. Uh, so I was prepping the story. I was prepping what I was going to say, but um, they never pulled over. Mm -hmm. They just kept driving and it was a Crown Victoria. It was a cop. So I was like, you made the right move to pull over. Um, and then I kind of patted myself on the back for getting that <laughs> headlight right. Um, <laughs> But that, yeah, so I guess that's what I was doing when I was, when I was a kid. But I didn't, like, I was, I'm the kind of person who doesn't even really like doing shenanigan type things that are going to get me into trouble because my conscience and this, the butterflies in my stomach are always saying, don't do it, you're going to get busted, and you don't want to get busted. It, it is, 
it's the worst. Like the, the couple times I have been pulled over and when you see the, the police yes. lights and that immediate feeling of... Actually, I don't know. I've never been pulled over. You haven't? No. Huh. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Good rule follower. <laughs> Um, I, I got pulled I mean, I've over. got a heart of stone and I can lie like nobody's business, <laughs> but I've never been pulled over. I got pulled over less than a month of getting my license and then and then a few months after. And I just knew that that gross feeling in my stomach of um, you were doing something wrong. Mm. You know it and you were busted. And I hate that feeling so much that I don't I don't like to lie. So I just tried. I try to keep myself out of situations where. I'm going to need to tell my mom that I chucked the watch or no, that, that I, I, I didn't take it in the well, pool. Well, truth be told, I think it's written all over your face when you're lying anyway. I got a bad poker face. So you might as well not put yourself in those situations because it ain't going to get you too far. Well, I, I, okay, good advice. Yeah. Good advice. All right. Well, thank you, Mrs. Gillespie, uh, for talking to us about what it's like to be in the middle of a lie. Yeah. As a maybe, you know, final note, I feel like I should say this is not encouraging all children no, to develop not. their ability not. to lie to their parents with a straight face. Uh, I was in the wrong. I deserve to be in trouble. Um, yes. This, this, yes. Is, this is the moral. And we are legal, not condoning. Yes. The, the disclaimer at the end that yes. says we will all make mistakes and... and and you can't not make mistakes, but of course, try to take the higher right. road. Of course. Try to do the, the right thing. And also know if you need somebody to keep a secret or plan some sort of prank it's with It's not me. Not Mr. Hosey. It is Mrs. Gillespie. <laughs> Always. All right. Well, thank you very much. So this is a podcast where you might have some stories and might have some experience and if you have a ton of experience in this situation, I just want you to know there is no judgment. We all do things differently. Um, there's, I, I hope you're learning, though. I, I hope if you are getting caught in your lies or just lying, even if you're not getting caught, that you are at least learning. But we want to know, um, how do you react in the middle of the lie, in the middle of uh, getting busted by someone. Um, I'm sure you've got some stories, but I bet your parents and your friends have stories as well. And because you might be stuck at home right now, this is a great time to start that conversation with them. If you have something to share, please share it on our Instagram page at In The Middle Of Podcast or on our new In The Middle Of Google Classroom. If you haven't joined, you can look on your homeroom for the classroom code. And thank you for listening. And I'm just going to say, stop lying. Not good luck getting caught in your lying. Thank you.